this podcast might have bad words because my daddy says words like and other bad words too much. Listener description is advice. Welcome to the Detox Podcast, a podcast for dads where dads talk about life, kids, and stuff. We are your hosts, Galant, Joe, and I am John. And with us today, we have the man himself. He has a podcast, and his name is Rob. Rob Cesarnino, thanks for being on the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I am rarely referred to as a man, mostly a man child or, uh, you know, some sort of like a. Uh, uh, adolescent, but I appreciate that. <laughs> well, you're welcome. We like to give that term out freely here because we like to consider ourselves men as well. So there, uh, we we give it out freely. Um, Thank there you. we go, just <laughs> cheapening the term, <laughs> taking what we gave right back. Um, and so we've got Rob on the show today. You may know Rob from his uh, ton of coverage of reality and scripted shows on his Rob Has a Podcast Network. You may remember him from Survivor, but we know him first and foremost as a dad. So we're going to be covering all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's the old, that's the first thing we knew. And we were, <laughs> he <we're>... is <laughs> our dad. <laughs> He's our dad. No. So where is the envelope, Mari? You are the fuck. No. Anyways, uh, so so uh, we're going to be covering a bunch of different uh, dad-related topics, and we're going to also get into uh, his career and then just kind of see where it goes. And we'll be back uh, after this. All right. We are back at the Detox Podcast, and with us again is Mr. Rob Sesternino. Rob, thanks again so much for taking time out of your busy, busy schedule to be with us here on the show today. Glad that I could do it. Yeah, we heard that you weren't uh, tired of recording podcasts <laughs> enough yet, so like, let's, we, let's get him on. We figured yeah. we'd throw another one on your slate. It's very rare that I, I get to do a podcast, so thank you right. guys for <laughs> giving me this uh, <laughs> treat. Excellent. Well, you're welcome. Um, one of the things I kind of... I want to go a bunch of different places, but where I want to start is um, now for the people at home that may not know, uh, Rob, you, your, uh, what am I trying to say? You don't have a, a nine to five job. You podcast exclusively. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. I do the podcast as my full-time job and I'm going on, you know, uh, four and a half years of doing it that way, which does present a lot of unique challenges right. as the dad of two young boys. And that's that's what I wanted to kind of start with is, so you're, I mean, you are a, you work and you record all the time, but you are also a stay-at-home dad. So how has that been like over these last four plus years being able to work, uh, I assume you have your studio at home, and then also kind of stepping out and uh, helping parent. Does your wife uh, stay at home or does she go into the office and have a different job as well? So my wife is a nurse and okay. she works a couple of nights a week. So she's home with the boys most of the week. And then she actually uh, she works in neonatal intensive care and oh, wow. works overnight on Friday nights and Saturday nights. Okay. 
Very good. So you get to, so what does your typical kind of day look like for you? Are you, uh, I know that you record like, uh, for instance, Big Brother's going on right now. So you guys are doing mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, when they do the TV tapings, you're doing a live show after that. But what does your regular schedule look like with work versus uh, versus taking care of the kids like kind of during the day? Is it more at night recording, more in the day? How does that work for you? Yeah, so I think first we're really overrepresenting how much of the kids day I am responsible for. <laughs> really, my main Fair dad enough. duty during the week comes from that my kids wake up ridiculously early. Yes. Uh, both of my sons, Anthony and Dominic, they're uh, they're uh, going to be uh, three and five uh, later wow. this fall. Good ages. And they both are almost every day up before six o'clock in the morning. That sounds about My right. My wife is not a morning person, <laughs> so usually those first couple of hours that they are awake, I am, uh, you know, tasked with uh, o- overseeing everything that goes on in the morning. Sure. Okay. So you've got morning shift, basically. Yes. Okay. Yes. I know how that goes. My uh, uh, on the weekends, uh, I'm up around that same time with my uh, three and a half year old daughter and my one one year old son and my wife is uh, rolling over going back to sleep so i uh completely sympathize with you there um yeah <laughs> yeah so wife, what what oh go ahead these my wife needs a, a lot of sleep uh my <laughs> wife is really best when she is on about uh 13 or 14 hours uh sleep <laughs> and anything short of that is uh not great and unfortunately uh she has not had that since 2012 so <laughs> that sounds strangely like so my our, wife our thoughts and prayers yeah. are going out right. to you uh, <laughs> hmm. we'll send those out um now when you back back way back before you had kids and and before any of that was reality was stay at home well i guess we talked a little bit about overrepresenting the stay at home dad uh uh archetype but uh, but in essence, was working from home and being able to kind of share that time also with your kids something that you always looked forward to? Or is it more something that, hey, this is where it's going, so this is this is my life now? Yeah, I don't want to go anywhere. I'm, I'm very right. happy to <laughs> stay at home and also be a dad. Right. That I, I do both of those things. I, I wouldn't really call myself a stay-at-home right. dad, sure. but... That I, I this is um, you know I never thought I could do it, but uh, this was really you know um, uh, you know it's a great uh, dream of mine to be able to accomplish this. This is this is really awesome. And then what um, uh, can you kind of take us back to the origin or the genesis of your podcast for for those that aren't aware? And then where did that shift? happen because you if i'm not mistaken you were doing this podcast a little bit and then uh you something changed and you went full tilt into uh uh into the podcast is that correct were you kind of doing this and a day job at the same time for a little bit yeah so i actually i started doing the podcast i was messing around with podcasting around uh 2009 Uh, i was out of work I went to go uh, on the, the TV show Survivor. I, I was on it uh, twice in the uh, first part of the last decade. It's about 15 years ago now uh, since I was on Survivor. And I played it twice, and then I moved out to California because I started working at a production company. And then I ended up out of work around 2009, 2010, and I had nothing going on. And so I started playing around with podcasting because I figured, okay, well, let me just like have something the creative that I'm doing and maybe somebody will listen to it and it'll help me get a job. Right. And it never really helped me get a job, but <laughs> I ended up 
with you know having a little bit of a following and it was a thing that became a super time consuming hobby over the next couple of years and 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 you know it did start to gain some traction and build up where it was consuming more and more of my time right. and a couple of years later this was right after my older son was born I ended up being out of work again at the end of 2013. And I was just at this position where, boy, I put so much time into the podcast. Like, am I at a point where I should either, you know, give up the podcast and right. then, you know, go, you know, uh, work full time? Because, you know, it was basically a hobby that was bringing in some money, but definitely not enough that I could support my family right. or. I thought that maybe there was a chance that I could just go all in and do the podcast full time. And that was when I launched the uh, Patreon for my podcast. And then that allowed me to be able to get enough fan funding that I was able to do the podcast as a uh, full time job. That's very cool. That's just very uh, entrepreneurial of you. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, and I was desperate. Uh, sure. It was not a master plan. <laughs> it's always a good so motivation. We're, we're overselling that entrepreneurial <laughs> thing also. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, one of the things, oh, I know one thing I, I'd been really wanting to ask you. Do you remember, uh, and this is kind of uh, deviating a little bit from that, but uh, uh, do you remember the... Uh, the, oh, was it the BBC news anchor who was uh, reporting in live from his house and his kid yes. burst in? Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> yes. yes. I think that probably the uh, best one of those stories that I have was that I was doing a interview junket for Big Brother Canada. And okay. they were calling me with contestants that were going to be playing in Big Brother Canada last season. Sure. And it was a day that I don't know where my wife had to go, but it was a day where... <laughs> I had to uh, I was recording and my older son was in the other room with uh, an iPad and he was supposed to be sort of like self-sufficient right. while I was like running in and taking all these interviews. Right. And then he like uh, came into the room while I was uh, interviewing one of the contestants. And, you know, I had like a five minute window with each person. Right. And he's like, Dad, Dad, I, I, I have to go to the bathroom. Uh, Dad, I have to, I, I have to poop. Uh, like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, like, you know, and this is my one opportunity to talk to this person. I'm like, uh, can you wait? Can, I <laughs> can you just pause? Hold on, we'll be right back. <laughs> can, can you yeah. hold it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, uh, we've the, in some of our early episodes, we used to record out of my house, and my uh, my daughter would always make special guest appearances, usually waking up from nap or from going to bed, and you can hear the the faint cries as my wife is desperately running into into the room and so i uh sympathize um hundred percent well in the previous location where we lived uh, that we had a um basically i had a spare bedroom for my studio that i was recording the podcast and it was right next to my uh my first son's uh bedroom when he was a newborn okay. and there were a lot of times when I would be recording and then, you know, he would be crying and I would very politely try to ask my wife, is there anything that you crying? <laughs> and she just gave me like a, uh, you know, a look that uh, yes. could kill me. And yes. there was nothing. She, she told me that, no, there is nothing I can, she can do about that. <laughs> Man, everybody, I mean, I know Galan's here and he knows that look and I know that look well. So we, uh, we feel for you. Um, on that one, <laughs> that, that yeah. look is a daily occurrence in my household. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, yeah. one of the things I also wanted to talk about, uh, 
with, uh, you know, talking about you had grown your podcast uh, out of desperation and, and you've, you've gotten it to the point where you're, you're bringing in money. When did kind of the shift start for you where you started thinking, I should add more, not just more coverage and more content, but more people to help pick up some of the, not slack, but just all of the, the multitudinous shows that are put out all the time by these different uh, companies? Well, we reached a point where there was only, you know, so much of me, there's only so much that I can cover and sure. I really focus on Survivor and Big Brother. And so we ended up in uh, the beginning of 2014 when I started podcasting full time, I ended up branching out and starting up a uh, scripted TV uh, podcast as well. And sort of born out of that were, you know, other people who were watching shows that I wasn't watching that we were going to attempt to cover and then we ended up sort of circling back on the reality side and trying to develop some other shows that were uh, for you know people watching things like the bachelor and the mtv challenge right. and other shows that that i wasn't covering and you know i was looking very much at like the bill simmons model where bill simmons was you know hosting his main podcast right. but there were you know other people on his network covering other things and I thought that that would be a good way to sort of like divide and conquer sure. where we had a bit of a brand name and we said you know could we apply this formula of you know geeking out about you know these uh, reality shows and you know uh, that I like to call like you know smart talk about dumb stuff and <laughs> be able to apply that to other shows that were on the air I like that very nice um, is there something I know one of the things we like to, oh, you know what? This is one question I didn't ask right out the gate that we always ask our guests. So I apologize. Uh, Rob, what do you think makes a good dad? That's a good question <laughs> that it's hard because you want to, you know, I you used to think that it was more about that you were going to be in a way that like a, a fun dad was a good dad, but I've sort of come around more that I think that getting your kids ready to go out into the world to someday survive without you right. and be able to, you know, live productive lives without you being there as sort of a guardrail. I think that that's probably the ultimate indicator of a good dad. Yeah, that's uh, it's like, a, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, don't be too rough that you're going to break right, them. Right. Don't be so soft that they, you know, can't function in the world and, right. you know, figuring out what that happy medium is. Like Patrick Swayze and, and Charlie Sheen's dad in the original Red Dawn. Right. I don't know if we're <laughs> on the same page on that one, but yeah. that's the wow. reference I'm going to throw. Avenge me. I, I did not wake up this morning Boys thinking that I was going to get an old school Red Dawn reference, but I feel like my day is complete now. Yeah, excellent. I mean, well, you never know where the where the podcast is going to take you, and, and here, it, here it is. Wolverines? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, that's always a, a good question we like to ask, and it's always interesting to get different people's perspectives. And when ultimately, most of the people respond in a, in a similar way that you did, but in in their own way of of saying it, and it's it's always just fascinating to hear because it, it is so true, and that you want to be able to expose them enough to let them make their own mistakes and recover, but also you don't want to, you know, you don't want them to fall too much, but you also don't want to be too soft. Just kind of to reiterate what you said. Um, now when kind of pivoting, one of the things we also like to cover is now that this is, 
you know, your career, you've been doing this a while. You're building, uh, uh, you know, almost like a like a, a Rob Empire, a, a Rempire, if you will. Um, uh, let's not call it that. <laughs> okay, scratch oh. that. Um, yeah. But <laughs> but uh, what is it? Is this something that like you would be stoked if your kids, if your sons wanted to go into kind of broadcasting and and production, or is this something where you're like, ah, this is really tough. Maybe uh, find something different. Yeah, maybe uh, learn to be a dentist. <laughs> a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I usually get asked from people, would I want my kids to go on Survivor? And uh, I normally say that, you know, I, I want better for my kids. They don't have to go down the road that I went, went down. Right. I, I feel like that reality TV is for people who don't have a lot going on. It's sort of like a desperate move of like, hey, I'm not really happy where my life is headed. Let me roll the dice. Let me shake things up. Right. You know, uh I don't know necessarily, you know, if this is like a profession that I would push my kids into, but both my kids are, you know, I have all this recording equipment up here and this, you know, podcast studio, and it's very hard to keep my kids out of the podcast studio. Like they're both very interested in like talking into the microphone and hearing their voice back and, and, you know, Hey, I, I want to do a podcast dad. I want to do a podcast dad. So they're very, very into it. I mean, I, I would not push this into them for a career, but I definitely think that, you know, there are probably, you know, things that both of them would want to do in this space from uh, from a hobby, but I, it, it is hard, I think, as a, a podcaster and a dad that I think a lot of parents like feel like their kids are so interesting and really want to bring their you know kids on the air, right. and I, I feel like that as a listener when I hear that stuff, I feel like it's never working as well as the parent right. I think it is. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, I uh, I agree with you on that one. Um, that's really good. Now, what, um, one of the things I wanted to kind of talk about is, uh, I kind of, I'm really fascinated in, in your work and how do you, man, how do you basically have the energy to record and release as often as you do? I... <laughs> So, you know, stay on, uh, you know, schedule. I mean, I drink a lot of coffee. I, I don't know if that is the, uh, the secret to anything, but you know, I, I just put out a, uh, a ton of content. I enjoy doing it. I think I probably would be better off to like, if my approach was like a little bit more planning and a little bit less just talking into the microphone, but it, you know, it comes very naturally to me and sure. I just feel like, uh, I try to Overserve the audience as much as possible, and you know that's uh, what's gotten me to this point. So I just keep doing it. I like it. So, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. So you know, I guess kind of jumping back a little bit in the conversation, you talked about how your wife works. You know, the, the kind of the overnight shifts, which I guess that mm -hmm. kind of halfway is going to answer this question. But then you know, you're doing your podcast stuff, and you you said that you have a, a nearly three and five year old. Has the older kid kind of questioned like? with the, the the time away that your wife would, would spend at work and then you doing the podcast as he kind of asked like hey is this normal because you know like kids that age are, are super inquisitive and they ask a lot of interesting questions um have they has he made that observation or is he still kind of you know four-year-old almost five-year-old kind of wandering around just existing and doing what five-year-olds do 
Yeah, they're not thrilled when my wife has to go to work, but, you know, I'm in the house, so, the, you know, they don't really, like, sometimes they, they don't want me to go upstairs, uh, sometimes that's where all of my stuff, my stuff is all on the second floor, and there okay. are the be- their bedrooms and everything are all on the, uh, the first floor at our house, so uh, they don't really question too much about when I'm go- going to be at work, but they also don't realize that this is a very abnormal situation uh, that we have here and that most dads do not work in the house uh, right. you know the whole day and then you mentioned stairs are how is your four-year-old on the stairs is he uh... a <laughs> yeah, well we have a door luckily okay. so that w- that the house that we live in is mm-hmm. actually really good for the podcasting because you know we have the living room is downstairs where you first come in and then there's a door to go upstairs okay and then up here that I have like a separate room off of like when you come up the stairs and I have another door that I can close. So basically I'm two doors away okay. from where all the noise is in my house and then we can close the door to go up the stairs. So then uh, the boys uh-huh. are not going up and down the stairs. Okay, that's good. Yeah. One, uh, one last question I want to ask you for, uh, before we wrap up this, uh, this part of this episode is what has been your most uh, – how do I want to word this? What challenge have you faced as a dad that is not something you thought you would ever have to deal with? Hmm. Or maybe not uh, quite in the way it happened. You know, I'm just involved in other people going to the bathroom just <laughs> way more than, than I ever expected. I, I really, you know, my uh, my older son will, you know, we felt like we have him him good and, you know, he will like come out and find me and then be completely naked and and then uh you know touch his toes like dad is is this all clean wow like you really can just do this on your own you really don't you need an inspection uh and you know my 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 uh younger son that he really only wants to uh sit down to go number one and we just have a recurring problem where he is making it to the toilet but then is that everything is not staying in the toilet uh, and, uh, oh. uh, like uh, <laughs> getting the old fountain that I didn't really you know think about before right I like it okay well uh, we will be right back after this for dad jokes and uh, hashtag roundup excellent back once again for america's favorite detox podcast segment i i put the detox <laughs> podcast as qualifier opposed to just, in there now as just america's favorite segment it used yeah, to be now we're becoming it, more humble all right i don't know if that's that's a good not thing. going to last uh, <laughs> okay. yes the segment we're talking about of course is dad joke of the week john can you tell us what that what that means yeah joe i mean it's pretty self-explanatory <laughs> from the title but this is the part of every week's show where we share at least one dad joke i like it I've got uh, I've got two today, uh, guys. Uh, what do you call a piece of paper that A Rod wants to scribble on? Oh, Lord. Uh, what? I don't know. A Yankee Doodle. Oh, wow. Yankee. <laughs> a Yankee Doodle. <laughs> Threw that in there for Rob with the uh, New York connection. So 
Yes, I'm a Mets fan, though. Uh, oh, oh, good, oh. good. Then we can both hate A-Rod <laughs> since we're Rangers fans. <laughs> yes, that is true. And yes. we're still paying that right. guy. Yeah, I, but I don't hate A-Rod uh, that much. Because I feel like that a lot of times he got under the uh, Yankees' skin. Like yeah, uh, I feel like that uh, if I had to pick between uh, A-Rod or Jeter, I would much uh, rather root for A-Rod. Uh, well, uh, I don't have a yeah, Jeter probably, joke. Probably, I, like that, I like that reasoning in there. It's good. Like, he gets under the skin. The, the, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. So the uh, the other one I've got, uh, guys. Why won't the farmer have sex in the barn? I just does this qualify as a dad joke? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, not sure. If- we're generally a PG thirteen joke like <laughs> show for the this, most part. This is, this is yeah, <laughs> but a dad joke is usually the joke a dad says to the kids where the kids grow. Well, no. Well, okay. these kids this are growing. <laughs> That's right. This is for right. grown kids. So <laughs> why won't the farmer- dad jokes? Why for dark? <laughs> Why won't the <laughs> Why won't the farmer have sex in the barn? Because he doesn't want the Hennessy. He doesn't want the Hennessy. Yeah, man, that's no. All right. that, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we had the prices right horn on standby, I would play yeah, the prices right isn't horn. Isn't even something that you would consume <laughs> in a, a barn. I know. Yeah, or do, I mean, do far- <laughs> is that big amongst farmers? <laughs> like somewhere out go, there, like the go-to like, alcoholic <laughs> choice for farmers? That and yeah. some Cavassier or whatever. <laughs> a little Kahlua, perhaps. <laughs> Bottle service down on the farm. <laughs> oh, wow. oh man, uh, yeah. All right, it was uh, 0 for two on. Uh, on those dad jokes, so maybe some kind of we'll try again next themed time. club. Now, now we're probably going to get an email like, "That's the funniest dad joke <laughs> yeah. you ever told ever." Mm-hmm. All, All right, okay, okay. So that was dad joke of the week, and and Joe, one more recurring segment before right. we leave for this week. Yeah, that's right. Is the hashtag roundup where I write down stuff from the episode and I cut it out to make the top three hashtags, and then we vote on the uh, hashtag of the week. So uh, the hashtags this week are hashtag oversell, hashtag avenge me, and hashtag I've got a poop. <laughs> oh, I know my vote. <laughs> well, uh, Rob, being our guest, would you like the honor of first vote on hashtag of the week? <sighs> um. <laughs> like, yeah, they're, all, they're all pretty weak. Yeah. It's like the last election. You're like, well, I don't know what the lesser of the three evils here is. Yeah. No, I, I've got a poop. I think it's tricky because I don't know if you can put an apostrophe in there. Um, yeah, you also got to realize this hashtag's about to appear <laughs> next to your name for the episode. Yeah, all so. right. Ave- avenge me. I will okay. vote for okay. it. Okay, all right. All right, go on. What do you want what, what there? <laughs> I, I got to go with I got to poop Uh-oh. just because that's. Uh-oh. I'm going to go with hashtag avenge me. I'm going to, just to be safe, I'll say avenge me as well. So there all we right. go. Right. And three to one, it's carried. It's carried. There it is. So. Uh, Rob, thank you so much for joining us. Tell all of these people where they can listen to all of your podcasts and follow you online. Sure. Everything I do is up on robhasawebsite.com. Hopefully uh, people can remember that URL and everything that uh, I am – Oh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, I'm thinking this is one of my podcasts, and I can edit out where I screw up. (laughs) And then also (laughs) you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Rob Sesternino. There we go. Awesome. Great. Thank you for joining us. And uh, will you return for next week's episode? Uh, I'm going to think about it, but (laughs) uh, 
All right. 60-40. All right, all right. 60-40. I like those odds. Yeah, that's good for us. So (laughs) we'll take it. Uh, Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you are a dad who has a story that needs to be told, or if you know of dads who need to have their story shared, you can contact us. Where, Galan? You can go to detoxpodcast.com. That's D-T-A-L-K-S podcast.com. There you'll find all of our contact information, all of our social media. You can email us at detoxpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you'll also find links to all of our audio, which you can find on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and also VocalNow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-Now.com. Or download the Vocal app to listen at your leisure. That's right, along with a lot of other great streaming music and cool podcasts. Right? Yes, indeed. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, guys. We will be back 6040 next week with Rob again. <laughs> uh, and until then, hashtag Avenge Me and hashtag Be a Better Dad. Detox is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V O K A L now.com. <laughs>